our mission at the company is, you know, that women shouldn't have to choose. It shouldn't have to be one or the other, that with the right blend of company support and, and flexibility and respect that women can thrive in both the workplace and at home and feel really good about it. And so that's what we're striving to do every day. And, and we did a program in Atlanta last summer around return to work. We just see a huge demand. And this is, it's such a huge untapped resource. Um, and I know moms sitting at home that are like, I just like don't even know where to start. And so for us, it's can we reach those women and can we bridge them back together with these companies to make sure that there's a, a really positive experience on both sides. And we see that's just such a win-win for everyone involved. Um, so we're rolling out the Women's Work Initiative in 2019 with a goal of bringing nationwide a thousand women back to work. Feedback from moms saying, I just get to be myself and I don't have to hide that I have kids. I don't have to hide that I'm pregnant. I don't have to hide that I have this life outside work. And that's just so empowering to me and I feel like I'm a better person at work because of it. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adeshion, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. I'm your podcast manager, Kristen Baffo, and with us today is founder and CEO of Mother Honestly, Blessing Edition. And our special guest today is Colleen Curtis, the head of marketing and community at The Mom Project. Welcome, Colleen. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So where are you calling in from? Today I'm calling in from our Chicago office. So we're headquartered um, in Chicago, and I also live here. So um, yeah, Chicago. So you're not too far from us. Uh, we're in Detroit. So um, that's right. So we should we yes. should we should make a drive down um, for oh, a yes. mom project yeah. um, cocktail. <laughs> love that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so so Colleen, um, just you know, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you, um, what your professional background is, and also how you landed um, at the mom project? Yes, I'd love to. It's it's one of my my favorite stories. So. Um, I attended college in Chicago, so moved here, um, you know, when I was 18, and right out of college, landed a job with Yelp, um, and so it was one of my first jobs out of school. Um, I joined them when they were only 50 people. I was a remote uh, community manager in Chicago, in charge of kind of everything in the market, so marketing, PR, communications, um, developing their community here in Chicago. Um, it took me on a wild ride for nine years. I stayed at Yelp. Um, my most recent role was VP of International Marketing and Expansion based out of London. So um, just an incredible journey, you know, moving to New York and Berlin and London and Germany. I mean, we just were all over the place. Um, and that came to a close about two and a half years ago. And I found myself in this place that I just had not had to really look for a job or um, or, or find my new, my new path. And so... Um, had all this really great experience, you know, growing a company and scaling a company, um, but didn't quite know how to map that out. I had also had um, a child in 2014 when I was was working at Yelp and um, found myself wanting to have another child. And um, 
so I came back to Chicago, which is a place that, you know, is near and dear to my heart. And a lot of my friends and, and family are near here. Um, and came through, uh, started a consulting project um, that was pretty intense. Realized that that was not a good fit. <laughs> um, I left that and then realized two weeks later I was pregnant. Um, and so with my second. And um, in a funny place, having to, to figure out what you want to do and also knowing that, um, you know, my health, you know, limits me a little bit while I'm pregnant. So Correct. I started doing consulting work. Um, I signed up for the mom project. Uh, to find new clients because I had heard about them here in Chicago, was delighted to see that they were based here. Um, I think I had even reached out and just said, I love what you guys are doing and this is so incredible. I'm so glad that you know, you're building something that's, that's going to really create a better workplace for us and for our you know, daughters and, and for our sons as well. Um, and ended up getting matched with an opportunity for the marketing director at the Mom Project. Came in and met Allison, who's our CEO and founder. Um, I was eight months pregnant by then. Um, That's awesome. And, Showing up to work, I'm um, eight months pregnant. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. It was so funny. People, people ask me, they're like, oh, are you going to tell them that you're pregnant? And I'm like, uh, I don't know if you've seen an eight months pregnant person, but like, it's a little bit hard to hide. Yeah. Um, and I also wouldn't have hit it. You know, I at that point had, had kind of decided like, okay, this, I'm probably not going back to work full time before I have this baby. And um, Allison uh, is a very compelling woman and convinced me that, you know, that, that this was the role and that I could make it work. And, and we really did. And so I um, started with mom project at eight months pregnant. I worked for eight weeks. I took a paid maternity leave for three months. Um, courtesy of Mom Project, and then returned to work full-time in October. So I've been back full steam since since October, um, and now currently have a five-year-old and an eight-month-old. So so that's where I land today, <laughs> um, and I, I just feel really extremely um, fortunate to, to work for such a progressive company and, and be able to work on something that um, we hear from moms every single day about uh, the impact and, and the hopes they have for, for the company that we're building and, and how that can impact them. So. I mean that that this I mean this sounds like an amazing story and and to finally work for the company that you've so long ad- admired. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about the Mom Project and what yes. what the Mom Project is about? I I, I mean obviously yes. there's, there's a lot on the, on the internet that we've read, um, yes. but you know it, it sounds like you guys have some amazing initiatives going on. Um, you're you're connecting women to um, to opportunities, especially women that have dropped out of the workforce. So I, I think mm-hmm. maybe we can even take a little. Step step back as to why the mom project was started and then what the mission mission of the mom project is. Absolutely. And so Allison Robinson is the, the founder and CEO of the mom project. She was a commercial executive at Procter and Gamble for eight years when she went on her first maternity leave with her oldest son. Um, so this was about uh, three and a half years ago now. Um, and just realized, uh, wow, 43% of women leave the workforce after having children or for caregiving duties of their parents. Um, and there's a lot of chatter about this and, and clearly that's a huge number of women. Um, and some of that is, you know, they choose to stay home and that is obviously a, a, a position we respect, but some women do want to stay in the workforce but just simply can't figure out how to make that work. Um, and so she was really astounded by that stat and decided she really wanted to do something to solve that problem. So not just continue to talk about it, but really solve it. So she created the Mom Project as a way for highly skilled women to match with family-friendly companies in a variety of ways. So flex work, so you know, contingent, project-based work, 
that still is very highly skilled that companies absolutely need, particularly as we're starting to see companies move more and more into contingent workforce. Um, and also full-time and part-time permanent roles for companies that are just very progressive who do value the contributions of of all different kinds of people who are looking to bring in, you know, more gender diversity to their to their workforce and are absolutely respectful of women. So she wanted to build this platform as a marketplace where those companies could match with these women. Um, so that was about three and a half years ago. Um, we've seen just incredible traction on both sides. Um, you know, we're up to, I think, 100,000 moms on the platform who oh, are wow. actively or passively searching for, you know, opportunities that better fit the life they want to have. So. Um, Allison and, you know, our mission at the company is, you know, that women shouldn't have to choose. It shouldn't have to be one or the other that with the right blend of company support and, and flexibility and respect that women can thrive in both the workplace and at home and feel really good about it. And so that's what we're striving to do every day. And, you know, the place we're starting with is jobs and companies. We think, you know, we can have the most immediate impact by getting a woman an opportunity that really serves her professional identity in a way that she wants. Um, and so that's what we've been really working hard on. And then, you know, our future goals are obviously around, you know, building out a community and a platform where women really feel supported at every every point in their career journey. No, I mean, that's amazing. Um, so it sounds to me like um, this is a marketplace that both moms um, and and even women, right, can can come yep. in and, um, and and search for well, they can't search for opportunities, but they get matched with opportunities. So how does it work? Do you come in and create yep. your own profile and you upload your own resume and then you just yep. wait to be matched? That's right. So you can actually search through the marketplace, but probably the most powerful indicator is if you come in, you know, tell us about you. So you're a mom. You're coming in. And it's a really great opportunity to assess kind of what's important to you because we ask for not just your, you know, career story and where you've worked and, you know, what kind of education you have and your skills, but really tell us your story. And the really important thing is tell us your flexibility factors, right? So what are the things that are important to you as a mom or as a parent that are going to be, you know, a real um a real factor in when you're considering opportunities. So for me, it's I don't want to spend more than 25 minutes on a commute. Um, I currently, with a really small child, don't want to be traveling more than you know 25% of my work week. Um, we have all across the board. So it could be I can only work 100% remote. That's what works for me. Um, and so we have this flex factor section that allows women and caregivers and parents to to really say and like really put it out there. <laughs> what's going to work best for them. And so it's a really great exercise. And so then after you create a profile, you can absolutely search through the opportunities that are currently listed. Um, but what we find mostly is that women and are coming to the platform, they're signing up and then they're being, you know, passively matched to opportunities as we get them. Um, because it's at any given time, we're seeing opportunities flow through the platform um, that could be a great match for that person. Um, and so that's how it works right now. And then they express their interest. So they're able to say like, yes or no, this, this is a good match for me or this isn't. Um, we're always trying to improve how that, how that match comes through. Um, and then they're able to express interest. Um, and then from there, you know, a talent manager would reach out to them from the mom project to really kind of understand and assess based on the client's needs if this is a good match. And then they go through that candidate experience. And um, so we have everything from about 75% of the, um, the current breakdown is that it's flexible, contingent, project-based work. We do a lot of maternity leave backfill. We call that maternity ship. So now that we're seeing 
companies offer such great paid parental leave, we're finding that they have a higher demand for, you know, a, a contractor or a, a project-based backfill to come in and make sure that that job gets done while that other person is out. So we're seeing a lot of really interesting, great opportunities for women. Um, and then I, I don't know if you wanted to go into this initiative around return to work, but no, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's something yeah. that a lot of our, a lot of our, um, you know, a lot of our members um, and yeah. and folks in our community of, you know, we've chatted about a lot. Is mm-hmm. you know what? How do you return to work? And mm-hmm. um, and also a lot of people choose not to return to work. And so what does that look like? So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. So we've noticed obviously a huge demand um, from from our moms around return to work. So, right, I stepped out of the workforce for any amount of time. It could be, you know, six months. It could be six years. It could be anything, you know, um, in, that, in that zone. And it's really hard to understand how to get back in. And there's not really this ramp. Um, and so we want to really serve as the ramp for these really, you know, valuable assets. Um, these women with extremely great experience, great education, to be able to jump back into the workforce. And we often find that that requires um, just the bridge back in, right? And so it's just, we're, so we're creating formalized programs at these companies. So, you know, the, the case study that we point back to that is our most active is our BP returnship program. So that was basically BP deciding they wanted to bring back, you know, classes or cohorts of, of return to work candidates um, to serve in various, you know, um, roles throughout their corporate, you know, corporate functions. So HR and project management and marketing and, you know, a lot of really interesting roles and that they built out this kind of 12-week, 16-week programs to really give these these return-to-work candidates this really great work experience. And then with the hope of maybe there is a permanent role, but if not, they then have this great experience on their resume. They no longer appear to be out of the workforce because they've come back in full-time and done this really great work. Um, and so we're looking now to roll that out with that success. And, and we did a program in Atlanta last summer around return to work. We just see a huge demand. And this is, it's such a huge untapped resource. Um, and I know moms sitting at home that are like, I just like don't even know where to start. And so for us, it's can we reach those women and can we bridge them back together with these companies to make sure that there's a, a really positive experience on both sides. And we see that's just such a win-win for everyone involved. Um, so we're rolling out the Women's Work Initiative in 2019 with a goal of bringing nationwide 1,000 women back to work. And so we're, we're currently working to engage companies that are making a commitment to return to work candidates, understanding that this has, it's not just a nice thing to do, um, and it is, it is a nice thing to give a bridge back to kind of an underrepresented group in this talent pool. Um, but it's the it's the best thing to do for business. So we not only see that it's it's such a great employer branding and it's such a great thing to do for the movement, but it really impacts the bottom line. So when they can they can start to retain and and nurture and promote women and gender diversity, they're seeing a real great impact for the business. And so um, it's just such a win-win on all sides. So we're we're rolling that out currently. We haven't started. Um, we're just right now in the, the company onboarding phase, but we'll continue to kind of do that, and then we'll start opening roles um, across the country for return-to-work candidates. No, I, I mean, this sounds like a, a like an amazing initiative. Yeah. I think um, especially for, 
again women that continue to drop out of the workforce i think the mm-hmm. the statistics are staggering i think um and there's a study from average that said you know women were dropping out of the workforce at the same rate that they were dropping out in 1985 mm-hmm. um even now in 2019 and um just seeing you know how much women have advanced since then in terms of how many degrees we have and well, the um, economic climate and, has changed so much <laughs> exactly too. exactly and so you know and 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 they, you know they found that it wasn't it, it was ambitious women with you know with amazing degrees that were oh. dropping out um in folds Absolutely. um and so i think this is a great opportunity to retap that market and pull yeah. them back into the workforce um and, and 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 it's not to say that you know because i know a lot of them don't want to work full time and i love that mm-hmm. you know there's there's that flexibility in your platform that provides flex work um yeah. contingent based on project um project based work um part time and and then full time if if that's what that person needs i i i guess i'm curious yeah. as to how many um companies are, are on your platform that are mm-hmm. you know actively um you know providing opportunities for these women yeah absolutely so to date we've worked with over a thousand companies wow um we're seeing the velocity of that and you know that ranges from a company that comes in and hires one person you know we work with companies of all shapes and sizes and so we have our you know small and medium-sized business team who works with a lot of nonprofits, startups you know smaller businesses that are local locally based but those kinds of jobs can be extremely flexible, right? Because those companies are a little bit more nimble, Correct. move a little faster. They kind of can see the the flexibility factors, being able to get them great talent. You know, one of our our best clients is um, a fully remote digital marketing agency, and they basically do all of their recruiting through the Mom Project. And they've been able to tap in because they're fully remote, so they can pull from talent all over the country. Right. They're basically able to. Sorry about that. Um, they're basically able to tap into the best digital marketing talent across the country and provide, ex- so they're a digital market agency. So they are basically able to then provide such high caliber service to their clients. And That's... so we've seen, and, and the, the, they're able to get these women who are just extremely talented, but do require some degree of flexibility, you know, and so the work can be done at night, the work can be done, you know, while they, their kids are in school, and so they're, they're really benefiting from that um, progressive view on flexibility and, and kind of remote work. Um, and so, we, and then we have it all the way up to enterprise companies, right? So we have companies with thousands and thousands of employees looking for, you know, we have, we're in a really tight labor market, um, and so companies are being forced to look at talent that they potentially would have skipped over in the past, which is a great position to be in because we believe these women are absolutely viable. And this is the moment where we can get the companies to say, okay, I'd be willing to consider candidates that have a gap in their resume. Um, I would love to see, you know, candidates. So we're seeing some of these macro forces at play. So it's the tightening labor market. And then it's also this you know, we've got a lot of CEOs for these Fortune 500 companies who have made a commitment to gender diversity uh, by 2020, <laughs> gender parity by 2020, and they're realizing that they haven't done anything tangibly to move the needle on that, and it's 2019. Um, and so all those factors are, are really working in women's favor as, as they're trying to ramp back into the workforce. 
I mean, I think you guys are doing great work um, at, at the Mom Project and um, in, in reaching over 100,000 moms. That's um, that's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. How are the women um, that are finding work? How what what feedback have you heard from them in terms of how how they've been able to balance their yeah. role as moms um, with mm-hmm. this new gig or this new flexible work or part time or even full time? Yeah, absolutely. So we hear from women all the time, and and a lot of the work we do is with the company, right? So it's not just enough to hire women. You have to really build an inclusive culture that welcomes them back in and helps them to thrive. And so what we're finding is women are just so enthusiastic about these opportunities and working for these companies because either they've been out of the workforce or they're coming out of a company or a role where they didn't feel that. Correct. So to be able to come to a company that truly supports you and respects your work-life balance and respects that you have a life outside of work is just such a burden that's been eased for, for women and getting to do challenging, exciting work again, right? And so a lot of times when women are coming back out of the, you know, being a stay at home mom, it's a different kind of work. I mean, absolutely anyone who stayed home with children work can seem like a break, but they're wanting that mentally stimulating, challenging, working with adults again, you know, work time, and, and they're able to get it again, and they're able to reestablish their professional identity um, but also still be a mom and still be able to bring that full mom, you know, working professional identity to work, which I think a lot of us who, you know, kind of grew up in a, um, even 10 years ago, you kept those things really separate and you had to really just bring this, you know, buttoned up professional work person to work. And then you were flipping identities and you were a mom at home. And now, you know, we're starting to see feedback from mom saying, I just get to be myself and I don't have to hide that I have kids. And I don't have to hide that I'm pregnant. And I don't have to hide that I have this life outside work. And that's just so empowering to me. And I feel like I'm a better person at work because of it. I mean, that's remarkable. That's remarkable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, so w- one last question for you um, mm-hmm. uh, before we, we switch gears here. Sure. Um, you You mentioned that, you know, you guys have, you know, you know some of this contingent contingent work how does that work mm-hmm. the the project based work do people just sign up for um you know and say what i'm looking for is just project based or are mm-hmm. people able to pick multiple options how does that like if i want and and and, and i think even to kind of add on to that a little bit more um mm-hmm. how are these women um so, for example, if let's say I'm not a stay-at-home mom, I'm just a mom, yeah. and I yep. currently have a job, but I'm looking for yep. a more flexible work. I'm looking for something sure. that is more, um, you know, more in my alley when it comes to, when it, in terms of flexibility. Um, can I still sign up on the mom project, or is this oh, just for stay-at-home yeah. moms? No, absolutely. So we have all um, all different points of, of women along the the continuum. So we have women who haven't even had children yet. We have women who are right in the thick of it. They're pregnant. They're looking. They're coming back from maternity leave. And we have all different <laughs> kind of the demographic is actually quite vast. Um, so we have um, absolutely we have a contingent of stay-at-home moms who are passively looking or wanting some support about how to get back to work. And so those are the women that we really build out these return to work programs for. But I would say uh Currently, and I haven't done the breakdown super recently, but you know, at one point we were about 70% of the women on the platform are actually currently working to some extent, whether that's part-time, contractor, or full-time. And they're just looking for something better, right? So they're looking for, 
hey, I came back from maternity leave and I'm a lawyer and I just can't do this anymore. I cannot work 120 hours a week and every Mm -hmm. weekend and I need to be able to be at home. And so I'm going to look at, could I do, you know, legal consulting? Could I do 10 to 20 hours a week while I kind of get my footing around being a parent? And so we see a lot of people just flexing up and down depending on how their career life and, and personal life is evolving. And I think that's where the real power lies is that just because you need that right now for these five years that feel really crazy shouldn't then penalize you going forward. So instead of having to drop fully out of the workforce, you're able to become a freelancer, become a contractor, and really serve those needs and and continue to make money for your family and and be able to continue your professional identity. And so we see it all across the board. And our goal is can we really serve women as their, their career life journey evolves? And and so we're, we're absolutely seeing women, you know, kind of at both ends of that spectrum, flexing up, flexing back in, you know, flexing down to take, you know, a career break because that's what's best for them. And so we're trying to honor and respect every point along that continuum and, and be able to serve women when they need it. Um, and, and the way we're trying to do that is through work that is interesting, flexible, supportive, and respectful. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Colleen. And where can our listeners find them on Project? Yeah, so we're just at www.themomproject.com. Okay. Um, you'll be able to, to sign up for a profile uh, and just even just take a look. So it's a great opportunity to understand what's going to work for you, and then you'll passively get, get matches via email, and, and you can join our community and kind of, uh, kind of join us in this movement. So we'd love to have your listeners. Perfect. Thank you so much, Colleen. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, this was, I mean, it's, I mean, I, we've been kind of watching the Mom Project from, from afar, but I think listening to how it came to be and just how much impact you guys have in the lives of women and moms around the world, that is just impressive. And more grease to your elbow and let us know how we can help you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. We so appreciate it. All right. Have a wonderful weekend. Right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mother Honestly podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, we urge that you go on and rate, review, and subscribe to the Mother Honestly podcast. Also follow us on Instagram. Yes. And if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, you can reach out to me, the podcast manager, Kristen Baffo at Kristen at MotherHonestly.com. I'm so excited we have our own email. It makes us feel legit. Well, see you guys when you rate, review, and subscribe to us. Thank you. Thank you.